This is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. Guy Clark here. Welcome to the Agenda on the Blood Red Channel as we talk all things Kylian Mbappe. Is it just a pipe dream? How much would he cost? And are FSG really willing to make the call? Well, following his starring showing in the new Camp this week in the Champions League, those Liverpool links have again resurfaced with a new contract still remaining unsigned. Well, to get all the very latest, including what the players had to say himself, I have Theo Squires here with me. Theo, it's been a busy day for you on the blog across on the Echo today, and it all seems to be centering around uh, Mr. Mbappe. Yeah, as always, he's going to be the big name, isn't he? Until he chooses where his uh, future is. There have been quite a few um, contrasting reports, I think, in the last couple of weeks, with one saying he's decided he wants to stay at PSG for another season, Pochettino saying he doesn't think he's going to go anywhere. Um, but then it's also, well, it's all very well committing your future to PSG for next season, but your contract expires at the end of the next season. And while it's been quite open that they are in contract negotiations, he's never come out and said, yes, this is where I see my long-term future. He's never said he wants to sign away his future to PSG. It's always very diplomatic, uh, keeping his options open. He's not going to get caught up in the moment, in the emotions. Like If he's not going to say, oh, I'm staying here for life after scoring a hat-trick against uh, Barcelona at the new Camp. When is he? He's obviously got his eyes on bigger picture. Whether that's in 2022 or further afield remains to be seen. But he's only, what, 22? And he is going to be one of the best players, if not the best player on the planet. Like We're already seeing this change in the guard with Messi and Ronaldo. and He's slowly coming out of their shadow and becoming the main man. And it's just when he decides to leave. Because let's be honest, when he wants to go, he will go. PSG would be foolish to let him leave on a free transfer but they're almost in a situation now where they might not get a say in it because the only way he signs a new deal is if with them, if they, they give him massive terms with a release clause, he is going to leave that club at some point or another. Whether they can get a Champions League out of him before that, fair enough, but he's going to go to a Premier League, La Liga or Serie A just because that's where the best players on the planet should be playing. And Liverpool, as they have this rise under Jurgen Klopp, will be in that conversation but it's whether it's just media talk because of their rise under Klopp or whether the boys behind FSG and that are really, really thinking that they can finance a deal. Yeah, we'll get into all the, the paper talk and what's been said in interviews and stuff. But just before that, it, it set in the, the background of it, it does sort of feel like it's a, a real sort of political one now. It's in the blink of an eye, he's been on the scene four years now, hasn't he, since he was part of that Monaco side that blew away Manchester City in the Champions League. He's won a World Cup. He, as you say, seems to have now flourished into a, a bona fide world-class star, no longer a teenager, 22 years of age, and he is producing the goods week in, week out. Yet PSG have Neymar, of course. He is their big star. He's desperate to get his mate Lionel Messi to the Parc de Prince. And I suppose that therefore leaves the big question mark even, even more over Kylian Mbappe. He's a home star. He's a French international. He is sort of their poster boy. You would have thought PSG would be desperate to keep him. But actually, Lionel Messi, albeit ageing now, PSG seem to have that hunger to bring him in rather than maybe just sort of wait it out, maybe not give Neymar what he wants. One club standing up to him uh, Finally, but it does it does sort of seem as though actually that could all play into to Liverpool or anybody else's hands. It's a curious one with Neymar because ever since he left Barcelona, the feeling has been he wants to go back to Barcelona. And we know there's been talk of that in the past. And the only reason it's not happened is because 
Barcelona just can't afford him. They are in ruins financially at the moment. And as soon as that happened and it became just clear how bad it is for them, it's oh, Lionel Messi might be leaving and Neymar wants to get him to PSG. Um, from a PSG point of view, you can see why Messi would appeal. Like Mbappe, it's destined he's going to go on to bigger and better things. Um, but Messi, he's at that stage now where he's already run, won everything he can with Barcelona. It's just going to be continued success. And it's whether he's got that hunger to try it elsewhere. Obviously, he'd love to play with Neymar again. He's one of his closest mates in football, along with like Luis Suarez. And you think, well, if you go to France, you could give them the Champions League that they so desperately crave. Uh, players have gone and failed, like Zlatan Ibrahimovic. But you're still winning domestic treble after domestic treble, pretty much. Um, you're going to win league titles. You're going to be scoring a hat load of goals because you are by far the best team in that division. And I suppose it's just that realism from PSG that Mbappe is going to go at some point, but it's going to look like a bit of a power move from them if they could get arguably the greatest player ever. And it's just enjoying the ride while they can. Um, Mbappe has given him good service. Obviously, they got to the Champions League final last year. And there is going to be a stage where he will want to try himself uh, at higher levels. The curious thing is why Neymar suddenly is happy at PSG. It's no longer this um, place where it's a bit too easy for him. He was supposed to be going there to win the Ballon d'Or. And he's not come close. Mbappe is the one who's stolen that thunder. And you think he'll be the next big chance for there. He's happy to get Messi alongside him. It's definitely a curious one, one to keep your eyes on. Because there is going to be a change in the yard in football. Like we've seen Messi and Ronaldo dominate now for, what, 15 years? And you're just used to them scoring goal after goal. And they still score goal after goal. still win the trophies. But they're not as invincible as they were. Them being on the pitch is not enough to guarantee victory. It's not enough to guarantee the biggest prizes. Mbappe will be at this next club if he gets this move right. Yeah, as you say, it does feel this week that phrase changing of the guard has been used an awful lot around Kylian Mbappe and Erling Haaland as well. But on Kylian Mbappe then, a few reports swirling around today as say you've been covering it on the uh, the Echo. What has actually been said and what what could actually be read into it, Theo? Well, it's reports in France claiming that four teams are interested in Mbappe who think they could realistically afford him. And that's Liverpool, Manchester City, Real Madrid and Juventus. Now, Juventus is on the condition that Cristiano Ronaldo left the club. And that would be similar to, I suppose, Liverpool. Like You can't imagine Liverpool being able to finance such a move unless a Mohamed Salah or a Sadio Mane left. It says Barcelona have long since withdrawn from the race because they know they just can't afford him. And then it's, well, which of these four do you go for? Well, considering Manchester City's millions and the fact that Aguero's getting on a bit and they need that striker, I'm surprised they've never been linked with him more. But they've always been more of the, the Messi camp, haven't they, with Guardiola there? Uh, Real Madrid have obviously been heavily linked. It's obviously been for some time it reported that Real Madrid is the dream move for Mbappe. Uh, he's a French World Cup winner, so his idol's obviously going to be like Zinedine Zidane, who is their manager and grown up watching him win the World Cup, been a star player for Real Madrid, been the most expensive player on the planet, etc. But Considering Real Madrid's form, Zidane's future is by no means certain. There are reports suggesting he could be gone in the summer. And then it is basically free-for-all who can convince him that it is the right move. Obviously, you've got the, the Nike links there, whether that could be enough to help Liverpool out. And it's just who can raise the money. Uh, it's saying, I think, his range demands will be like over €30 million Euros a year. Uh, PSG would be wanting €200 million Euros for him, which would be insane money. But how can you demand that sort of fee for a player that is going to be a free agent in 2022? They're going to have to get them to sign a contract if they want to get anywhere near that money. Because even if they sell them in the summer, you're not going to get that, not with the coronavirus pandemic and everything. 
And then it's just where there's a release clause in it. Uh, it does interestingly say that Liverpool do think they could have the funds or put together the funds to finance a deal. Um, obviously, reading to that what you want because they obviously struggle to sign a centre-back for whatever reason, having to, and to be a bit creative with funds uh, in the past year or so. But this is in the midst of a pandemic. In 2022, touch wood, everything will be a bit more normal. We'll have a bit more stability there. Clubs will know what the finances have got. And in 18 months' time, obviously, Salah, Firmino, Mane, they'll all be that bit closer to 30 on the decline slightly if you want to write them off just yet. Obviously, Salah and Mane showed in midweek. They're still scoring goals. They're still very high-quality players. But the time will come where Liverpool have to make a decision. Do they stick with them and then come to that stage where they can't resell them? They just get as much as they can from these players. Or do they sell them while there's a bit left in the locker, but they can get a good fee and they can go to in Italy or Germany or France or Spain, where it's not quite as intense, where they can prove themselves elsewhere. And then Liverpool have a big financial boost to go and sign that next talent. Um, with Jurgen Klopp's contract expiring in 2024, a lot of the players at Liverpool's contracts expiring in 2024, 2025, it is very much Klopp's delivered the Premier League. He's delivered the Champions League. He's built a great team. Let's see him start the next one. That's why you've got like Harvey Elliott there, Curtis Jones. Trent's obviously going to be part of the long-term future. And it's just getting this gradual process into the next guard of players coming in. And Kylian Mbappe would certainly fit into that if FSG are actually able to stump up the cash. Um, whether you believe they are or not, it's, it's impossible to say. Like it's in, You just can't imagine it at the moment, any team being able to spend that sort of money on a player. But in 12 months' time, we might be saying something completely different. Yeah, no, but obviously the way in which Liverpool's kit deal with Nike is structured, it is all about units sold. And I suppose if fans aren't in grounds, you bring in potentially the heir to the throne in terms of the Ballon d'Or in Kylian Mbappe. You're going to get eyeballs all around the world, even more on Liverpool and people paying to watch Liverpool and buying Liverpool merchandise. I could sort of see the appeal from effort in, in doing this deal and I suppose when we talk about the, the front three and now into their fourth season together we've seen Diogo Jota come in, Divock Origi obviously doesn't quite look maybe as though he's up to it to be around at Liverpool long term so there is going to need to be more forward reinforcements, Harvey Elliott is impressing at Blackburn Rovers but again that is one, that's Jota and Elliott there, there seems to be a big space vacated for a uh, potential superstar. And Erling Haaland as well has been spoken about. I know he's a man of few words. He was asked about his future <laughs> after Dortmund's uh, Champions League game. And he, he said, it's always nice when someone wants you. That was in respect to links to Real Madrid. Real Madrid can't buy all of them, Theo. No, they can't. And hopefully Liverpool will still be in a reckoning to be able to go and lure him off, one of them off that. Uh, what is interesting, of course, is we know the reports from earlier that Jurgen Klopp has been a big fan of Mbappe for a while actually did make contact when he was leaving Monaco. Obviously, it wasn't feasible at the time. But he's close mates with Fabinho as well. So if Liverpool keep Fabinho happy, maybe it can be Agent Fab trying to lure him over. Um, and there is going to be a stage where Liverpool do need to bring in a new forward, like you've said, as much as Mbappe replacing Messi and Ronaldo is the change in the guard of this global superstar. Liverpool will have their own change in the guard to reach this next stage of their development. The whole point of Liverpool is, is a project. It was to get that initial success, to get the Champions League, to get the Premier League title, and then to turn one into two, three, four, and to have a real dominance about them. And you think to really cement that next stage, so we are the real deal. We're not just here as part of it. We are the top table. It would be signing someone like Mbappe. And you mentioned like the kit deal and that. Well, 
it'd be sort of like David Beckham going to Real Madrid, really, wouldn't it? You know you're going to make so much worldwide. Like Everyone will want an Mbappe-Liverpool shirt. It doesn't matter what country you're in, what city you're in, you will see an Mbappe-Liverpool shirt if Liverpool could sign him. It's going to be the same if you went to Real Madrid or Juventus. Not going to say Manchester City because it's not quite as glamorous. <laughs> it's one of those, isn't it? You know he's going to make the money there. And it's just whether clubs can afford him. Um, if he really wants to make a move easy for the next club, he'll dig his heels in and just go on a free in 2022. But then he'll be able to command this massive signing on fee. And it's just going to be an auction, pretty much, who can stump up the most cash to lure him and convince him that it is the right place to go. Obviously, he's dropped some cryptic hints in the past, hasn't he? Saying he plays at Liverpool and PlayStation. He's a big fan of Jurgen Klopp. All this flirting's going on. But then if you're his agent, you're telling him to do that. He knows he's playing the game. And you want to buy into it, but it's too early to get convinced just yet. But let's be a bit optimistic and hope, because at least it gives us something to write and something we can get a little bit excited about, even if it seems a, a pipe dream at this precise time. No, certainly. And James Milner's Liverpool contract runs out in 2022 as well. The number seven shirt potentially <laughs> available. Hey, it might all be there in Bappe 2022. We'll have to wait and see, though. Theo, thanks for giving us all the latest news on Kylian Mbappe. Do head across to the Echo. Plenty more in the live transfer blog daily over on the Liverpool Echo website, as well as signing up to the Liverpool Echo newsletter. You won't miss a thing at all. We, of course, here on Blood Red will continue with our dedicated coverage. Still plenty to come this week ahead of the Merseyside derby. But from myself, Guy Clark and Theo Squires, thanks for joining us for this, this edition of The Agenda. It's bye for now. You've been listening to The Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.